The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Falling Through the Cracks. Feel alive and thrive with Dr. Rebecca Risk. Do you ever feel that even though nothing seems seriously wrong and you pass all the medical tests, that you still feel that your health, pain, and fatigue are completely out of control? It doesn't have to be that way. Listen to the tips and suggestions given on our program today and take back control of your health. Now, here is Dr. Rebecca Risk. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Falling Through the Cracks. Today, we're speaking with Doug Hilton and Master Mantak Chia about their book, EMDR and the Universal Healing Tao. Doug Hilton is a psychotherapist and Qigong instructor in Burnaby, Canada. Master Chia is a world-famous inner alchemy and Qigong master who founded the Universal Healing Tao system in 1979. I want to welcome you both to my show. Well, thanks for having us. Thank you. So how did it come about that the two of you wrote this book together? Well, I can answer that. I uh, came that, from my first yeah, training yeah. with Master Chia in his center, Dao Garden, in Thailand in 2004, I believe. And uh, it took me a while to actually speak to him because he is world famous and I didn't know what to ask. But there was a uh, meditation we did. I think it was one of the fusions. And at the end... We were talking outside, and I, I said to him, that kind of reminds me of EMDR. And Master Chia said, well, what's that? And that sort of surprised me. I thought, you don't know. I, I, he teaches all over the world and teaches counselors all the time. I thought he would have known, but no. And so I started to explain just in a couple of sentences. And when you take EMDR training, even now, they don't offer any explanation about why it works or how it works because it was stumbled onto. But Master Chia seemed to know right away. So that was interesting to me. And then I, I thought maybe he'd be too above it to talk to me about this or do it with me. But no, right away he said, you want to come and do this and, with me? And so that night we were at his home and doing the technique. And it went much quicker with him than it ever did with anyone else before. Much quicker. And I didn't know why. And I was confused when I left that, that session. And then the next day we were talking and he was saying to me, you know, it's still in the organs. And I didn't know what he meant by that. But he started to explain, and from there it just led to many discussions about how does this work, how could it work better, and we started talking about putting the two together, EMDR and Qigong. And so we started with the the inner smile, which is one of the foundation practices, and we put that in in, uh, sort of side-by-side with EMDR in the beginning and made a CD and put it on his website. And over the years, we've talked quite a few times, and Master Chia has helped me to see how to kind of integrate them more, synthesize them into some single practice. And uh, the last time we met together was in Boston, well, three years ago, and uh, we put the final touches on it. And so it's been a long process of putting these two together, but very um, useful for me. 
Okay. So um, just to give a little background, Doug, um, what got you involved in psychotherapy and EMDR? And we will explain later what EMDR is, but what, what started this journey for you? Oh, sure. Well, before we came on, you and I were just talking about Alberta because that's my history as well. I grew up in small town Alberta. And the typical lifestyle for many people out there is consists of beer and cigarettes and beef. And if you have any negative feelings, just shove them down. Be a man, carry on kind of thing. And uh, I grew up with that. And I also watched a lot of people around me getting sick and getting pain. And I noticed. I especially noticed when my mother got sick. My mother got cancer when I was 14 and uh, passed away when I was 18. And I developed chronic pain around the same time and had, at that time, no idea that those two might be connected at all. And then that pushed me to try to figure things out. So I went straight into psychology from university. And EMDR uh, is a specialty technique that you take after grad school. And I just had the opportunity when I was working here in the Lower Mainland to go with a group of people where in an agency where it was paid for and take this training. And I was just lucky enough to be there. Okay. So, Master Chia, um, your background is with the Universal Healing Tao system. And what got you started in that? Qigong um, is um, Qigong practice, or we call the Tao internal energy practice. It's involved in China for many thousand years ago. And I grew up with it, and I heard it, and I'm practicing it because quite common around. And and um, since more, I want to look for the feeling of energy, or we call life force, or qigong. And finally, when I started in Hong Kong, I met my master. The, it's, uh, my master that she did all the whole internal work, internal organs, internal grand system, internal... All these things, I like to that I met my master, and I saw interesting in using my small because Chinese people, they always know the Qigong and all these things. So um, when I have the contribution from my master, um, there's a whole system that cutting down, and I, 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 I like it so much. And so I decided to put my life <laughs> So I put my life in this one year, 50 years. I do not think that the Qigong, the internal organ exercise, the internal gland exercise, all this from transforming the energy, from communication, the energy is my expert. That's how I'm involved with this thing I'm And there's more. And I, I never change my, I never do anything just that in my whole life now. Okay. So, uh, Doug, earlier you um, mentioned when, when you and Master Chia um, got together and did the EMDR that Master Chia said the emotions are still in the organs. What, what did he mean by that? Traditional EMDR does um, not do some basic body work, but it doesn't specifically focus in any systematic way on the organs or the meridians or anything like that. And so... Um, many people don't even know unless they go looking that the emotions are still there. So we often think in the West that the emotions are just in the head. That's it. But 
when Master Chia showed me that if you focus on an organ and you start to do the same kind of processing, emotion comes up there as well. For me, it's very validating of of uh, the Tao and, and uh, the Universal Healing Tao system and, and Chinese medicine in general, that emotions are coming from the organs too. And so if we don't deal with them as well, then it's still stuck in the organs. Okay. Well, you know, this makes sense with my uh, background in Chinese medicine where, um, you know, we always talk about certain organs um, having emotions related to them. So, you know, the lungs have grief related to them and, and, you know, the liver anger. Um, Is that the same um, kind of uh, pattern that he's talking about? Exactly. Yes, exactly. Okay. Um, so I, I know a lot of people are probably listening and, and you know, um, I understand what you're talking about of, of stuffing the emotions down, but I think some people may feel that that's um, what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to move on and, and put a smile on your face. So can you just explain a little bit about what unhealthy emotions are so that people can understand and maybe relate to it a little more when we talk about it later? Well, sure. Um Lots of times people will say, you're feeling bad? Oh, I'll let it go, which sounds good. It's amazing how casually we say that and how often we say it, but exactly how. And some things are able to be let go quite easily, other things not so easily. And so when we shove things down, sometimes it's just temporary and we can let let it go later. But other times what happens is it becomes... Um, I've heard Master Chia say the immaterial becomes material. It becomes toxins, and it's pushing things out of balance, and it's blocking those tiny energy channels in the body, and then we've got trouble because now the energy cannot move smoothly and our system cannot self-regulate properly. So it prevents us um, from being able to feel healthy and strong. But... those channels affect everything, including our thinking, all everything. And so people end up having more trouble achieving what they want to achieve in life and just enjoying life in, in general. So they're unhealthy. So um, in your book, you talk about um, being off balance and there's certain things in our society that can lead to that. And I don't think people always realize that that's something that's happening um, from my experience people usually have to to be very ill before they start to make changes but I think you know if we bring some of that to light maybe p- people can realize it ahead of time and so what are some of those things that that um, can cause aside from stuffing it down and and you know putting on a brave face is there other things that can bring on those unhealthy emotions um, yeah, I, I, I think the West also always talk about emotional cost sickness. But in the Tao, we really emphasize that we need to have, we, we need to have, uh, we call negative emotional and the positive emotional fire balance. Do not try to get rid of angry, do not get rid of hatred, do not get rid of stress. You're not going to do it. But all these emotional have to find a balance within our life. So if you learn how to handle it, learn how to delete it, or learn how to process it, and we have to find a balance, that means... Okay. 
know whether anybody can be called one. Sorry, sorry, Master Chia, we can't, um, we can't hear you very well, Master Chia. Um, just if you can say the last sentence again. So if you can, the emotional balance is making a city of young balance and equal. And the key of the dark practice, you can get of the negative emotional and you cannot just become a holy man and very good. We are always have negative and positive in our life. All we have to do is find So how can somebody go about to find this balance if they're feeling like maybe they are off balance, something's not right? Yeah, when they feel very emotional, very sexual, very angry, very happy, and people like um, whatever they tell or whatever they do and get angry. And that you are off already, okay? And now we know how that, we, okay, I need to. And I want to cultivate more love. a little bit. Can you, in the book, you talk about um, the, there, there's a difference between the mind and the brain. Can you just explain that to us a little bit? Well, in the West, they're often regarded as one and the same. The brain is the source of everything. But really, the mind is much more than that. Um, sometimes, for example, we'll get an idea. And we think, oh, gee, that's a good idea. I guess that came from my, my intuition or we'll say my gut instinct. Or sometimes it just, we don't know where it came from. And it's just an example, an everyday example, of how often there are things that are happening that are more than just what we think of as the brain. The brain can be just like the physical organ inside our head. We can look at it that way. But the mind is the whole field of energy that we're connected to, which goes beyond the brain, goes beyond the body, really. And um, so... In the book, we're mentioning it because it's an important distinction. When we put too much emphasis on the brain, then we're trying to use logic to solve everything. And a lot of human interaction that makes us emotional is not logical. It can't be solved by logic. And not only that, when we use the brain too much, we're creating too much of a drain up there. We know that our brain can really drain us if we use it too much and create heat and friction up there. And then we get what people call hot-headed or fried or frazzled or something like that. And so it's an important distinction so that we learn how to, going back to balance, 
We learn how to go back and uh, use more of the energy and the knowledge that we have access to than just our brain. Okay. Um, we're going to take a, a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk more. We're going to go more in depth about what EMDR and the Qigong is. So we're going to be back shortly. We're talking today with Doug Hilton and Master Chia all the way from Thailand. We'll be back shortly. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Falling Through the Cracks with your host, Dr. Rebecca Risk. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email directly to Dr. Risk. The email address is anantacalgary at gmail.com. Now, back to Falling Through the Cracks. Feel alive and thrive. Hi, and welcome back to Falling Through the Cracks. Today, we're speaking with uh, Doug Hilton and Master Chia about their book, EMDR and the Universal Healing Tao. So, Doug, if you can just explain what EMDR is for us. Okay, sure. EMDR stands for Eye Movement Desensitization and Reprocessing. That's why we usually just say EMDR. It's a, it's a mouthful. Um, this is a technique that was discovered, like most good things, by accident, about 30 years ago now, by a woman named Francine Shapiro, who's a psychologist and a researcher in the United States. And uh, basically what Dr. Shapiro stumbled onto is the way to kickstart the, the mind and get it to grind through things that were too big to swallow at the time. 
Some things are too emotional, too big, too awful, too out of our range of experience. And so they just get stored like a big rock inside of us. And this technique, EMDR, is uh, an approach that's been used to help people get that natural emotional processing system unstuck and start to work its way through the emotions that have built up inside. And it's now a very famous technique. In counseling circles, I think pretty much everyone knows what that is. And it's all over the world. There's an international association, and uh, it can be used for any kind of an emotional upset, although it's most famous for trauma. And it was um, most famous for things like war veterans and um, victims of natural disasters, things like that, that we didn't really know how to treat thoroughly before. It's uh, a natural process. And relative to so many other counseling approaches in the past, it's been very quick and so very famous. Basically, it involves three phases. After you do all the preliminary exercises to set everything up, then it's about desensitization, just means get rid of the bad feelings, and then positive installation, build up the good feelings for the future. It's kind of like if you're going to make a nice garden, pull the weeds, then plant some seeds. And then the last phase is the body scan, and that's where we go back into the body and look for any leftovers there that um, are still reacting in some physical way to the, the issue that we've been addressing. So can you just walk us through what a session would look like from the, the client's point of view, just so we can understand more of what you're doing with it? Okay. Well, EMDR is a technique, and it's used in the context of therapy. Um, Some people use it exclusively, but most use it with the rest of a therapy approach. So there's usually some, at least one session, where the therapist is talking with the person and finding out what needs to be addressed, where they're stuck. Because oftentimes people are not able to really pin that down by themselves. And then... Once the EMDR process is started, then there are some preliminary activities that need to be done. There's an initial explanation of what this is about and what to expect. And then there are a couple of uh, little warm-up exercises that help people to be emotionally prepared for the work that's going to come, building up the positive so that the person has the strength to get through it. Because you don't want someone to kind of run out of steam midway through the process or even worse, become what we would call re-traumatized, that they don't have the resources inside to handle what's going to come. And uh, then there are uh, eight questions that we go through with each person to identify the effects on all levels of the issue and what we're trying to accomplish with each of them. So, for example, there's a question about how their beliefs about themselves have been affected, uh, how they've been affected emotionally, where they feel reactions in their body, things like that. And also um, a question about trying to find a, like a search term, a picture that the person can focus on when we do the actual treatment that will allow them access to the rest of the issue, to the rest of the file. And uh, so that, all of that setup work takes close to a session or maybe more sometimes. And then from there, we start going through the desensitization and all the rest of the things that I listed off there. Typically, the sessions are an hour and a half long, and there's usually at least a few sessions to deal with uh, most topics, which relative to most other practices before, it was pretty quick. 
Yeah, well, it sounded like it, you know, reading through the book, um, you know, you say you you can resolve issues with the eye movements, um, which is different than how a lot of people feel about talk therapy, where you're just talking about it. Sometimes it re-traumatizes you, and and then you're, um, you, you know, you're still trying to deal with that, and you can go through it over and over. Um, and I found the eye movements quite interesting as well in the book. Um, you know, I've done a, a some something a little bit similar before, but. Um, you know, it, it's, uh, um, can you just explain a little bit about what's happening when you're doing those, like okay. in the body with the nervous system? Sure. So, yes, the, the difference with this is that when we do these eye movements, we're aiming for resolution, not I feel better for now. So when an issue is dealt with with EMDR, it's dealt with. It's not coming back. And um, the eye movements used in traditional EMDR are back and forth. Uh, so just left and right, okay? And the eyes are open in that case. And there are other ways that can be done because some people, for various reasons, maybe they have sight problems or sore eyes or something like that, some people cannot do eye movement, so they can also do the alternating stimulation through touch by tapping on the person or through um, hearing, clicking noises going back and forth between the two ears. There's even a machine that's been developed for EMDR that does all of those things. And again, when you go through the training for EMDR, they don't offer any explanation about how that works. They just say it works because this was discovered by accident. And so uh, what happens, though, is that when they do the back-and-forth stimulation, it starts to help the person to re-experience somehow, and it's different for everyone, the events that have happened that are connected to that picture they started with. For many people, it's like a slideshow, and they just keep coming up and coming up. It's like you're going through the story piece by piece and redigesting it until it's all gone. Okay. Now, we do some different eye movements in the practice that we've developed, and the Tao system has used eye movements, like many other practices, for thousands of years. So can you just explain Taoism for us? Well, Taoism is a spiritual, philosophical system that talks about how to live in harmony with nature. The first stanza in the Tao Te Ching, which is sort of like the Bible of Taoism, uh, talks about how, you know, if you can name what the Tao is, then it's really not the Tao. Because it's like saying, this is what the whole is. And we know the whole is always more than just words. So I'm cautious about trying to define it, you know. But generally, that's what we do with Taoism, is try to live in harmony and create cooperation with nature. And we're using nature as our guide. For example, watching how water operates. Water is um, one of maybe the best survivor on the planet. Can't really destroy it. If it becomes too cold, it just freezes, and then can turn back to water again later. Or too hot could turn into steam, come back to water later. It is very peaceful most times and very calm, but given the right circumstances, it can be one of the most powerful forces on the planet, right? So um, it's just one example that's often used that, uh, in Taoism to help us understand how to work in harmony with nature rather than looking at a person and saying, I want to be like that person. Because, of course, our idols always 
end up showing us their flaws at some point. There is no perfect example that way. So, um, you know, when we're talking about um, the unhealthy emotions, which we talked about in the first segment, and um, and then, you know, Taoism, everything is, is connected. I know that, um, and we touched on this a little bit earlier, but the mind and the body and the spirit are all connected and not separate things. And, and it, you know, in the Western world, we separate those things. So we go through um, the medical system and they'll only look at one problem at a time. Right. You know, you know, your knee is sore, but they're not going to look at, um, you know, your stomach pain. And they, they're not there. You have to have a, even a separate doctor's appointment to talk about the, those two things. Um, right. Is there in, in this system, um, do either of you see a connection? Um, you know, how, how do you connect those things, I guess? So that was one of the powerful learnings for me with Master Chia. I come from a traditional psychology background, and like you said, we deal with things separately. If you work in mental health services, for example, and someone has an addiction that's um, active, then they're traditionally referred to or often referred to an addiction service to get that dealt with, and then we'll come back to the mental health issues later. Trauma, addiction, mental health issues, they're all dealt with separately. But in the universal healing dial system, they're all dealt with in the same way, uh, all together, and, re- and viewed as very connected. And it comes back to the organs and the meridians connected to them. The, the organs, I guess, are kind of viewed as like the transformers for our mental, emotional, physical, spiritual health. And so when we do the uh, kind of balancing and uh, uh, creating cooperation internally that Master Chi was talking about earlier, then we're working with the organs and with the meridians and affecting all of those areas. Okay. Um, so uh, can you just explain a little bit what um, Chi and, and Chi Gong is as well? Okay. So oversimplifying it a little bit, I could say Chi is energy. In the West, they often define it as um, uh, bioelectric energy and um, or bioelectromagnetic energy. And Qigong is energy work. So it's a very broad category. And uh, in this case, energy work, again, working with the organs and the meridians. And in the universal healing Tao system that Master Chia has brought to the the, the world, and especially to the West, uh, there, that involves a lot of things. So Qigong is the broad umbrella, and underneath it are seated meditations, standing meditations, moving style like Tai Chi, on the ground looks more like yoga, healing without touch, healing with touch. It's, there's a lot of factors involved. But they all come down to what he was talking about earlier about creating that, that balance inside. Okay. Um, and uh, w- when you're going about doing this, so you've, you've combined the EMDR and the, the Qigong, um, what, does, what does that look like? So now it looks, I think, more like Qigong than it did originally, like EMDR. And, uh, but it's pretty simple. It's pretty simple. We've, we don't just do the back and forth eye movements with this. We've added the spiraling 
which seems to be a critical factor. I could use an, a computer analogy. Oh, I'm like just having trouble in. hearing you a little bit, Doug. Sorry, can you hear me now? I just, yeah, that's better. Okay, sorry. I could use a computer analogy. You know, when you want to get rid of a file, you click delete file, and then it goes to the trash bin. And then you say empty recycle bin, and it spins around, and out it goes. And we use the eye movements back and forth like uh, the delete factor. And it's like moving between the two, the positive and negative poles, energy-wise, of the body. Create an alternating current to cut through whatever is dark and heavy inside. The spiraling used for recycling. Create a vortex effect to kind of flush whatever is there out of the system. And so the two together seem to provide something more. The practice tends to be faster. We don't tend to get the slideshow that people used to get with the MDR. It tends to be more of just a very quick experience without much awareness of what's happening in the process. And um, so we work through the the body by starting going through the sequence that we use in the inner smile meditation, trying to create energy that builds in the system and builds towards compassion. In EMDR, traditional EMDR, not always, but sometimes people get really drained, really exhausted, to the point where it sometimes can take a couple days to recover. And with this practice, not so much. I think because of that, we're working with building the energy in a very deliberate, systematic way. And uh, this practice is taught as a, a self-practice as well, not just a treatment. We're, all of the universal healing Tao system is about that. It's about healing yourself. And so we're teaching people how to go through the healing process. So we do the back and forth and spiraling movements in each area until it's neutral and then move on to another one. And we go through them in a certain sequence to build the energy. And once we've gone through the whole sequence, it's gone. It's not coming back. That, that's um, quite interesting that, you know, it doesn't come back. Um, and um, what, I mean, how many sessions does somebody have to do before they see that kind of result? Well, we say sometimes when we forget about something or it's not bothering us, we say it's a load off our mind. And so in the forehead part, that's the first part of the exercise, most people, I can at least get that done. And that's where most people stuff most of the emotion is up in their heads because we use them so much. And wherever the mind goes, that's where the energy goes. So that part we can at least get done in one session. But I can say that most of the time these days, within one or two sessions, I can treat or help someone learn how to treat um, at least that topic. Okay. One or two hour sessions. Okay. Um, we're going to take a quick break. Um, we're speaking today with Doug Hilton. Uh, Master Chia has called in from Thailand, and we did lose um, connection with him, but hopefully we'll get him back for the next segment. Um, we're we're going to be back shortly. We're discussing the book EMDR and the Universal Healing Tao. Stay tuned. We'll be back. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. 
Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. The Voice America Live Events page is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit VoiceAmerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Your life, your health, your network. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Falling Through the Cracks with your host, Dr. Rebecca Risk. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email directly to Dr. Risk. The email address is anantacalgary at gmail.com. Now, back to Falling Through the Cracks. Feel alive and thrive. Hi, and welcome back to Falling Through the Cracks. Today we're talking with Doug Hilton and Master Chia about their book, EMDR and the Universal Healing Tao. So, Master Chia, I'm glad that we have you back on the line. Um, I was just wondering if you can explain what the the Taoist emotional recycling is for us. Um, Because the Tao um, already um, figured out that emotional is energy but it changed to a different energy. So love, joy, happy, appreciation is energy. Envy, jealousy, hatred is also energy. So as um, we say that energy can be transformed. That's what uh, Albert Einstein said, E equals MC squared. Then our mass, our body, uh, producing energy. And energy can transform to negative transform to positive. So when people cultivate good energy, all the energy go to more positive energy. When people, usually when people no need to do anything, they always have negative. So that's why we can transform a negative to positive rather than expulsion out. Like when people get angry, so we say when people get angry, they are the loser. They're not a winner. But sometimes people don't know. So, so um, when we know that, when we just cultivate a little bit 
and understand that energy can be transformed and learn a simple smile into the angry because when people can feel I'm getting angry, I'm getting angry, but when people don't know it, the angry accumulate and one day explode boom. But angry not right away. It's all usually accumulate many, many years until a day, a week. And when we learn how to inner observe our emotional and we believe that energy can be transformed from one form to another form and we recognize that I want to transform to love, joy, happiness, we can do that. Okay, so um, you guys uh, mentioned smiling earlier, and I know this is a big part of what you do. Can you explain that for us? Actually, smile are very sick, sick right away into the Western, uh, what we call by sympathetic and parasympathetic, what we call a stress, fight, and fight response, and one is rest, relax, mind, and digestion, and absorption, and elimination. And that is a big system. So when people stress, all the rest and digest slow down, or sometimes too stressed, no more, no more digestion, and no more absorption, and we, we forget to go to the toilet, and, and we take constipation. Because all the system in parasympathetic stop when we are too stressful, too emotional, and too angry or, uh, or, or fight. We call fight and fight response. When you're in a, in a war, you, you cannot, nobody's going to be grow right, nobody's going to be plant vegetable, everybody goes to war. And that's why the West understands this, but in the Tao, they say, if you learn how to smile inwardly, so when you smile inwardly to the heart, the heart slow down. When you smile and relax and smile into the lung, the lung slow down. And you smile to the stomach and digestion system, they start to move and digest. When we relax, we, we make production. But when we fight in a war, production stops. And that's why when people are so stressful to one day, they break down because there are no supply, no no digestion is a supplier coming in, and no absorption is the transportation all the nutrition into the cells and to 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 uh, to feed them and to raise them and to cultivate them and move out the waste material. And that's what the inner mind calm and relax, and your digestion will do the job. We have the biggest digestion, absorption, and elimination. That is what we are. Okay. So when we take all of this together, the EMDR, the Qigong, and the inner smile, um, I know that there's, it's actually exercises that people are doing, and, you know, the movements and the eye movements. Um, can one of you walk us through just um, a portion of that so people can understand what's happening? I can guide guide people to a very simple inner smile. Okay. Okay. So if everybody just uh, and and after that, that can go into the emotional part. And uh, okay. So if everybody, if you are sitting or you are standing, you can be sit or stand or even walking. But sitting, 
and make your back straight. And if you can, either way, you can put your hand on your knee and your palm on your knee. And you started to aware you want to slow down or we call empty your mind down into your heart. So very simple, you just aware the mid-eyebrow, your eyes, and the real smile come from your eyes. So you touch your eyes and smile down. And after that, when you feel nice, cool, like a waterfall folding down, and you, when we smile down to the mouth, when we are stressed, tension, the slide will stop. When the slide will stop, digestion stop. But when you smile and you bow to your mouth, really nice and cool, until you feel saliva come out. And in the doubts, always talk about sweet and fragrant. And we know as a nectar, uh, elixir, it's sweet, you know. Very nice, sweet saliva. That means your body calm and relaxed already. And um, and the stomach started to move and digest. But when you're in the fight and fire response, stress and emotional, the stomach slow down or sometimes stop moving. And when you smile down, your heart calm down. Smile to your heart. Now, really emphasize you know how your organ look like and you smile to it. That's why you smile to, to your loved one, the same. Your organs you. You are your organs. If you take care and smile, smiling energy, loving energy, heart store, love, joy, happiness. When you love, joy, happiness, it radiates out. And you radiate out to all the rest of the body. And when you smile out to your lungs, the lung lower down. And you smile down to your stomach, Stomach started to digestion when you rest and calm and relax. And when you smile to the liver, when you're in war or fighting or stress, the liver have to convert the energy store into glucose and to fight the war. But when you relax and calm and smile and hold the image of the liver on the right-hand side under the ribcage, the liver secretion uh, bile, okay? And the gallbladder, they release the bile, help us. And the pancreas, if you smile, they're also releasing the pancreatic help us digestion. And when you smile down to your small intestine, and the small intestine in war, they, they stop absorption, everybody go to war. When you smile, relax, hold the image of the small intestine, everything so nice, and they start to do work. And when you smile to your lungs, lungs is the biggest elimination that we have. If we don't eat, maybe last few days. If we don't drink, maybe last one or two days. If we don't breathe, only five, ten minutes we go. So... The biggest elimination, but when you're stressful, all the energy go to war, but you relax, the lungs will take out all the waste material. And when you smile down, 
lungs always connecting with the last intestine. So last intestine is the second elimination, third elimination. When you relax and you're breathing deep to abdominal, and that is one of the Qigong practice. Now the last intestine moves, and the body started to try to get rid of the waste material. Finally, when you smile into the kidney, the kidney and bladder connect. When we are stressed, the bladder contracting, and the bladder expansion, and you tell the kidney to stop filtering because we are in war, and you have no time to go to 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 PP. So oftentimes people are forget they have to go to toilet because we are on war and the bladder expansion. So we can go on without go to toilet for a while, but the kidney have to stop filtering to emptying the the urine into the bladder. But when we are smile, relax, when the bladder contraction, now the kidney starts filtering and we want to go to the toilet. And you empty it out, kidney and so so kidney will filter more and filter more. And finally when we smile to our sexual organ, when you relax you feel arousal. And you feel uh, arousal, that is a major part. You feel very nice, good, energetic, we call jing qi, the sexual energy, when you relax. When you are not relaxed, especially for men, they feel orgasm, and when they actually go to make love, they ejaculation very fast because stress. Make people mm. cannot control and cannot feel arousal. And finally, you smile into your navel, abdominal, and you use your hand, right hand or left hand rub navel and feel nice and warm and you feel so good your mind emptied out to the heart the heart emptied out to the anti and the narrow abdominal area and in the Tao abdominal area is your center of your digestion center of your absorption center of your elimination and you can store energy and you can charge energy when people exhausted because the the digestion absorption don't work well now. So you cannot store energy in your antenna, in your abdominal area, and the digestion get getting worse and worse every day. So if you focus in your dantian and never and feel warm, everything is good. Thank you. Thank you. Um that was uh that was great. I like the um I like the inner smile. I think we all need to smile more. I think we forget about that. It's so simple and uh, can change so much. Um, so, so Doug, can you walk us through the emotional part, as Master Chia had mentioned? Sure. So the difficulty for a lot of people is knowing what to focus on. Just know that some people won't have a topic right away. They might just focus in the area and see what comes up. I've seen Master Chia do it this way. It's more preventative in a sense. Uh, Or you may have a specific topic. And then it's important to pick something connected to that topic that you remember that's real. So, for example, a picture often is what people will choose. So it might be um, a, a memory of something you saw when you were really upset about that topic. It's not a concept picture, one you made up. If you're in the picture, that's not it because you're you. You can't see you unless you're looking at a photograph of you. But it could also be, and with EMDR, we would always pretty much use a picture, 
But with this practice, you could also be a smell. It could be a sound, someone's voice you heard. You can still hear their voice in your head from when that awful thing happened. So uh, any of those will work. And then, just for now, people can try this. You just take that picture or that whatever you've chosen as the search term to put it in the middle of your forehead. Close your eyes. Smile. And then move your eyes left and right, back and forth, slowly. For about 20 seconds. And then make little circles getting bigger, like a spiral. Doesn't matter which direction. Bigger and bigger. Again, slowly. Don't go too fast, you get dizzy. For about 20 seconds, 20 seconds, 30 seconds. And then go the other direction, big circles getting smaller and smaller. And then rest. And then people can work at this at their own pace. One of the difficulties in doing it in a therapy session when we would do traditional EMDR is that people would feel the obligation to do everything all at once because they're there. They've traveled for an appointment. But if you're doing a self-healing practice, you can peck away at it at your own pace. What if you get overwhelmed? What if you're getting really tired? It's okay then. You can take a break and come back at it tomorrow. It's not like the work you've done will be lost. So that's just starting with the forehead. And like I said before, we would start to do that until the feelings around that topic are neutral. We've recycled Um, them. I'm going to have to cut you off, Doug. We're going to have to actually end the show. Um, But I know the the directions for this are are in your book. Um, And it's actually very um, easy to follow. The inner smile that Master Chia walked us through is in there, as well as the rest of um, what you just started for us. Um, Is there any way that people can find your book? I think it's on Amazon, is it? It's on Amazon. It can be downloaded through iBooks. Uh, it can be ordered through the publisher, innertraditions.com. It can also be ordered through barnesandnoble.com, uh, uh, powells.org, uh, and okay. the other one is indiebound.org. Okay, perfect. Um, I want to thank you both for joining me today, and Master Chia joined us uh, from Thailand very early in the morning, so thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so thank you everybody for joining us uh, this is our first show for 2017 so um, just make sure to make this year a great year uh, thanks so much for listening and make today a great day thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Falling Through the Cracks feel alive and thrive please join Dr. Rebecca Risk again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel we'll talk more next week Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. 
visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 